Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, hello. We are doing a little extra episode because we wanted to chat life. Episode 21, the one where we weather the storm. We extra. Yeah, I think that's such a, I'm good. That's such a funny saying when like, you're so extra, like that's definitely, you know, 2017 plus. And I don't think I ever say that, but we are kind of extra, I guess. Sounded good. (laughs) Extra episode, being extra. So Whitney and I were sitting here just visiting, like texting back and forth. And I said, Hey, do you want to just zoom or FaceTime for a while? And then we both agreed that we might as well just record a quick episode because we don't have anything else to do. And we figured that you don't either. So maybe a little Whitney and Kylie in your ears would be uh, brighten your day. And we're sure you guys are all thinking and feeling the same feelings that we are. So mm-hmm. we just thought we'd chat it out. Yeah. And this isn't before we even jump in, it's not going to be the doomsday coronavirus um, podcast because we're tired of hearing about it. And we know you are too. So maybe we'll offer some tips uh, of things that we're doing to try to get our minds off of everything that's going on, uh, maybe some positive outlook type stuff, and um, then we'll just talk about real life, um, maybe just what's been going on last week. Yeah. So since the last episode, we got pigs. We got our butcher that's piggies. Awesome. Sick pigs, but pigs. Sick, but they're better now, so that's good. Yeah. And let's talk about that really quick because I love the fact that you gave them medication, um, because they needed it because they were sick. And as a hog producer, that's when we have to give our animals antibiotics, like that's what we're doing. It's not because we don't blanket antibiotics, um, unless we need to. So in our hog buildings, um, I was on the farm traveler podcast a couple of weeks ago. We talked more about hog production than I even thought we would. And I was surprised even in our own operation to find out that when we make that transition from the nursery to the finisher barns, where they spend three months or a little over, they are only getting antibiotics in their feed for seven days. The first seven days they're there to acclimate to new things that were in the building, um, traveling, things like that, to really just help um, ward off anything really bad. Then we have seven days off and then we do another seven days and that's all the antibiotics they get the entire time they're alive. Like we don't just give antibiotics just because, I mean, those are so that they don't get sick in the barns right off the bat. Um, but we don't do the whole, their whole entire life. And we don't actually give them shot antibiotics just because then from there, it's only if they're sick. Right. So So out here, 4-H pigs, you know, butcher pigs like this. So if I wouldn't, I almost thought about doing a post, but I'm so tired of negativity that I don't think I could have taken it if someone told me they didn't want me to give my pigs antibiotics. Right. As a, I guess, well, as a mom and as an animal lover, like when I went out there and he wasn't breathing well, it just like tugged at my heart. What can I do to get him better? What can I give him? Like something needs to happen. He's not that old. We're not going to butcher soon. So that, you know, that period of when it's going to stay in a system is not going to matter at all. Mm -hmm. And so in my home, 
when our kids get sick, I try everything I can before taking them to the doctor to give them an antibiotic, you know, essential oils, colloidal silver, all that stuff. Why well, can't do that with a pig? So, you know, my first thing was to go out there and it's like, I got to get something. And so we tried one medication. It helped a touch, not much. So then my father-in-law actually was the one that suggested to use the one I did. And when we say we don't just give meds to give meds, we're not saying that lightly. Like the small, tiny bottle, I don't even know how many milliliters was in it. He's like, this, this bottle is $1,500 just for this tiny bottle. And so the shot I gave him was only, I think it was one and a half cc's. Mm-hmm. And so then we got to talking like, what would one dose be? And we kind of like figured it up. And it's like, that's expensive. People don't just do that to, so I expensive. mean, like throw money in the air. You do it to get animals better and he's better now. And I feel so much better that I, that we found a med that worked for him. Yeah, definitely. And, and you are eventually going to, you know, he's a 4-H pig. He's going to then provide food for your family. And that's, that's basically what we do. Um, but we care about the pigs in the process. And I think you said that perfectly. We are giving them an antibiotic or medication if they are sick so that they don't. Um, right. I mean, they'll die. die. If you don't yeah, right. They don't die because they're sick. Right. And he was on the, I mean, he was bad. Like I asked Bart, do you think we should probably like maybe consider putting him down? And you know, his dad was actually the one that talked to me. I mean, I wasn't going to do it if it wasn't necessary, but he was bad, like barely breathing. And I felt mm-hmm. terrible. I was, he was like turning blue cause he didn't have mm-hmm. great. I mean, he wasn't getting good breaths. And so his dad's like, no, you got to give it, you got to give it a chance. You know, it takes three days for that antibiotic to really do its job. Wait the three days. And we did, and he's better. So that's crazy. That's great, though, that he came out of it and you guys did what you needed to do. Yeah. And um, so what else? people care about their animals and you care about your kids and you just do what you need to do. Right. We are way off topic. I guess we don't have a topic, do we? No. We're just weathering whatever storm comes our way, right? Um, yeah, that's true. We put Reese in her big girl bed today. Oh, that's cute. We actually moved, when we moved Rhett, uh, we were expecting Reese. And so that was easy. We moved him upstairs in a whole different room, whole different bed. We left the crib as is. Well, that room that we were taking wallpaper off of, you guys heard about it. It's still not done. And so I'm like, you know what, since we're home, we can sleep more. We'll be home, you know, more if we don't get a bunch of sleep, let's just go ahead and convert the crib. So she's in her crib as a toddler bed, like, you know, that front comes off. off. And so I think then tomorrow I've convinced Jordan to take time to help me get the rest of the wallpaper off while I wash the walls so that we can at least, since we're spending so much time at home, um, you know, make those improvements that we won't be able to do once springtime comes because it's wet here, but it's around the corner. Right. It's not, yeah, it's not that far out. No, my gosh. I mean, we've planted in the end of March before when the weather was right. It's obviously not, it's cold here. So even if it were dry, it's still too cold. Too cold, too wet. That's okay. It's giving your, your uh, planting a good chance to start off. Oh, we wet. That is not a uh, problem over in this neck of the woods. I know, but it is a small problem in the larger scheme of life, right? It is. Yeah. The sun shall, oh my gosh, that's so many S's. Fine again soon. The sun shall shine. That is a lot. (laughs) Speaking of S's, did you guys know we started Farm Wife Strong? 
Mm, mm, We're going to try to physically and mentally boost people to be positive and move your booty. Well, and just the extra benefits from working out, not, even if it's not like weight loss or it's just a mental lifter. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how hard it is or how easy it is. Like if you work out, you, you feel better. Focus, yeah. You focus on yourself for 30 minutes and you just feel better. It's a true endorphin boost. I love working out. I hate it, but I love it. Love hate. Everyone's got that, right? I just did our YMCA is doing a, since they're all closed, they let us have the grit lay, lay Miz or lay mills. I don't know how, I mean, it's yeah, whatever. Anyways, it's a workout program for free. Oh, cool. It's hard. I just did grit strength and it was so hard. Like I sweat, I sweat like I haven't sweat before for a while at least. So I like that. Our rec shut down too. There's a lot of people mad about that actually, but you got to do what you got to do in these times that our rec is shut down. Really? They're mad about it? Come on, go home. I know. Stay home. Yeah. I mean, they have to do that. Like the the Kansas State Health Department is like making you shut things. Right. That's coming. So brief update for today, what today is on the coronavirus. Um, Multiple states have is... Um, told people that non-essential businesses are going to be not even in works. Like you don't really even have the option. Um, One really great thing about being in agriculture is that we are considered an essential and I could not be more proud of the industry for that because we are feeding America. I'm so glad that they announced that too. Yes. People who are making toilet paper and hand sanitizer and all the food. I mean, toilet paper and hand sanitizer was kind of a joke because you can't find it anywhere, but in the same breath, like anybody who's providing those goods for people right now, our number one concern is not getting sick and being able to eat. And we literally do that. Like we feed people. Yes, we do. That's so cool. That is cool. I was actually trying to look. Um, Oh yeah, here it is right here. Um, So this is, I'm a Kansas corn member. And so they always send out like these little fun blurbs on an email. And it says, did you know that ethanol derived from corn is a key ingredient in alcohol-based hand sanitizer used to slow the spread of germs? How fun is that? Didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I learn new things all the time. Yeah. So today, um, Bart got up and he, we're dry enough that he can spray and. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And so I posted on Instagram, but it's like, we farmers can't quarantine. We have to keep doing the things we need to do to get our ground ready to be able to have a harvest this fall. Well, yeah, it's a, it's such a timely matter. We don't raise any food for other than pork. We don't raise any direct, uh, field to food, field to plate. Anyways, like our grain goes into feed for animals. So we're still, but we're still doing our part to get that food, you know, on the table. Right. You still have to do it in a timely manner to be able to harvest, you know, you, your seed corn is so many days and you have to prep your ground before and do all that. So, and your window is so small. Like even if you were to plant late because of weather, then you're, you know, you only have a certain amount of time to get it in the ground. And I think that's important. And I'm just so grateful that the government and, you know, decided that ag was essential, even with the hogs, cattle, um, we have to have feed for our hogs. Then it starts to become inhumane if you had to shut that down. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm just I know. So thankful. and even though, like I said, you know, like farmers can't quarantine, like literally the only people he saw today was me and the kids he drove to town to get in his truck and sprayer and now he's out there by himself. So it's not like he's not quarantined. Farmers right. are usually quarantined anyway. 
Yep. We do have some employees. So, but we're still in that 10 and less crowd. And we've let our guys know, like if you're sick, stay home. And, um, well, if you're sick, stay home, that's a big one. But then also like, if you don't want to come to work, if you don't feel comfortable, then that's absolutely a choice. Like we're not going to fire you because you don't feel comfortable coming. Yeah. We've been the same way, which we only have two hired men, but still it's like, if you don't feel well at all, please just stay home. You know, our kids live at the place you guys work at. So right. Please don't pass it. Um, so there's so much going on. Like there, it's like the repercussions are almost worse than the actual disease itself. <laughs> yeah. So I was telling Kylie before we got on that I'm just tired of all of the negative and like, I can be having a really good day and then I pop on or, you know, turn on the TV or today the radio was really bad. Every station I turned it to was coronavirus this, coronavirus that. And so I just told her like, I'm going to have to probably delete the Facebook app on my phone um, not be on it because I feel like Facebook is very negative and that's all anyone is doing is sharing articles right now mm-hmm. and limit the news. You know, I'll, I'll watch it in the morning with Bart to watch the weather, but when they start talking about it, I'm just going to have to leave the room. I want to be informed, but I don't want to be over-informed to where it makes me negative or be in a bad mood or anxious or anything like that. Yeah. It's, that is the absolute freaking truth. If I've ever heard something more true, I will have a great day I've had so many highs and lows and it can go from a high to a low in a hot freaking second. I didn't mean to say freaking twice, but that's how I feel. Cause it could be a lot worse words. Right. Um, right. I, I could, I had the, a great day. We have a farm wife, strong, like group. It was farm wives run and we we're all just still really close. And I messaged the girls and said, somebody talked me off the cliff and I didn't mean literally like I'm not actually depressed or anything, but I was like, I am literally going to lose my mind and just cry myself to sleep tonight because I had a great day. I was rocking my four-year-old. I read some crazy freaking article and I was so upset about it. So Jordan, I come downstairs, talk to you girls, talk to Jordan. And he said, Kylie, you can find an article on whatever you want to read about the coronavirus right now. It can be the end of the world it can be the best day ever. It can be a total hoax. Whatever you want to read, you can Google it and you can find it. And whether it's true or not is the worst part. That's, you know, we talked about this last, last episode when coronavirus really wasn't that big of a deal yet. You know, we hadn't had that many cases and we talked about fear mongering and even Donald Trump, I heard him talk on something the other day that the fear-based that the media is the worst part. And he was on a, he was in a press conference and he's like, I don't even like 80% of you. I need you to leave, you to leave, you to leave. I'll keep you. Cause I know you, you give the truth, you give the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even he is realizing what is fear-based out there and what is not. Yep. Yep. It is. <laughs> and you so, think these so, articles or these news media that you think are re- reputable that you would like trust, um, it, you know, no matter which political party it leans to, it's still like, okay, how, not, is it wrong or right? But like, how do I even interpret what they're saying? How do I absorb what they're throwing yeah. at me? So with that, limit your news, limit your social media or limit the medias that are the ones that are bringing you the most anxiety or negative feedback minus Facebook. Yeah. Oh, Facebook freaking ugh. <laughs> I would delete it if I didn't have so much like family and stuff on there, but I am just going to have to limit myself and not, you know, scrolling on there. You can see 30 articles on different things in like a matter of minutes. 
yeah, there's an article for everything. And I think below your mind, (laughs) right? Oh, it's limiting news media is like my number one. When I, the very, like when it got bad last Friday, when we were like, things started to really hit the fan. I sat at home with the kids and I was on social media. I was on looking, reading news articles. Like if you swipe your iPhone to the left, you get Apple news. It puts up five article headlines. They were all horrible. And I read every single one of them. And then I click on the next one and I was miserable. I was trying to call my family to like talk me out of just being in such a bad mood. Just turn it off. Be informed. Don't be over-informed. Like I promise you, if you don't read the news every second of the day, you'll still find out what's going on in the world. Right. Um, something that I'm doing also, especially during the week when I'm home alone, I know a lot of you guys are in transition of working and then staying at home with your kids or working from home, wake up and actually like put clothes on and do your makeup. I agree. Well, I mean me, I'm just gonna put my leggings on, but I, I think you said it maybe today on your Instagram or maybe it was in your blog. I can't remember, but it was like, get up, wash your face. Even if you like just put some mascara on, you feel better about yourself. And for me, I don't work out first thing in the morning. So I have been known to like walk around in my pajamas until 10 o'clock when Rowdy oh, takes yeah. a nap and then do my workout. So then I get ready then. And it's like, I need to like get up, put my leggings on. This is funny. Bart and I call them my house leggings, my day <laughs> leggings or my town leggings. <laughs> so I have three different styles. So I need to get up, put on my house leggings and just wash my face and get ready for the day because... Sometimes I could just truly walk around the house till noon in my morning attire. Yeah, same. I wear glasses, which you guys know, but like I can't even do anything in my glasses worth my time. Like other than sit and look at the computer or drink my coffee and read a book. So I need to put my contacts in, put an actual bra on, put my clothes on, whether even if that's like just shorts and a t-shirt, like just get out of what you wore to bed. Right. Like you said, wash your face. Um, mascara and eyeliner to me, like that makes me look like a human. I agree. Oh, shizzle. So what else? Um, self-care. That's kind of the same thing, right? I've, yeah, been, so- I've been getting up and reading a few pages in my Bible, which makes yep. me feel better. I feel like God yeah. is saying to everyone, love more people, hate less, read your Bible, like trust in me more. I feel like I don't know. This could be a sign from God that this is all happening, but I'm also a believer. So I'm a believer too. And Jesus calling, I've been sharing this devotional. Like it's my best friend. Like I get some kind of commission for it. I don't, it's like 12 or 17 bucks. You can get it off Amazon delivered right to your door. And every single day it has been unbelievably accurate for the feelings that I have been feeling. So self-care, um, I'm gonna paint my nails today. That's something that I'm going to do for myself. They look janky. I should do my toenails. They're looking pretty fresh. Just do something. You just, just do something for you. Even if it's five, literally five minutes. I did a black charcoal mask this morning. That felt good. Yeah. It's something you and I were at home with our kids a lot. So like actually being home with our kids is not a whole lot different besides the fact that it's just all the stuff going on in our heads on top Mm -hmm. of having kids at home. So we may do some of this stuff already. But instead of, you know, being on social media and looking at the news, just put it away. Like read a book. I agree. Watch that Netflix show. That's what one of my tips on the blog was do something you don't normally do, but you want to. 
something you don't have time for. So if that's binging a Netflix series and your kids are napping or whatever, do it. Yeah. And all the shows are canceled right now, which is understandable. Nobody wants to be around each other. Mm-hmm. If you have a good Netflix show, pass it on to us because I'm, I have nothing to watch. And I really don't watch TV till the evening anyway, but I need something to watch. This sounds crazy. I have all kinds of things that I like, but my friend Andrea was binge watching that Love is Blind. It's so shallow, but I watched the whole thing in two days. So no shame if that's what you want to recommend to us. No. Yeah, I'll watch that. I'll watch anything. My kids are super into, here's a tip for moms. Um, it's on Disney Plus, which I thought was weird because it doesn't seem very Disney. It's Dr. Juan Polin. He's a vet and he goes out like they just follow him like a news crew or like a filming crew and he treats uh, animals and stuff. It's really actually pretty cool. Yeah, we haven't checked it out yet. We do have Disney Plus though. Um, but my kids love animals. So do you like to dance? Dance? Yes. I mean, we were in Nashville, remember? get your groove on yeah 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 um yeah we did dance together but I'm not sure it was actually called dancing other than like moving from side to side and like tapping your feet but we called it dancing so we (laughs) we shook our booties have a dance party with your family I think most listeners probably are either having kids have kids they're still in that stage of life like turn some music on my kids still love old town road I can put that on my iphone and it everybody will stop what they're doing and shake their booty in our house. So. Yeah. And so we figured out the other day, you can YouTube just dance mm-hmm. and it has really good songs on there and it shows you the moves. And so we've been doing that. It's been fun. It's kind of an endorphin booster. Even if you don't get to work out or you have worked out even for your kids, it gets that exercise out. I did join TikTok, which oh, dang. Like, I don't know anything about it besides the fact that Rhett and I have been dying laughing at these animal videos. So (laughs) we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. I have yet to show Jordan and you guys don't know Jordan very well, but he loves to um, be funny. Be goofy. He's goofy. And I think that's because he's so serious all the time. Like business is so serious and like he's got so much pressure that when he's home, if he can make you laugh, he will. So I'm going to have to show. I showed Bart the video. <laughs> he, he went outside of their garage and I had wore their Epperson family farm stocking cap that, that morning doing chores. And he like cupped his hands and screamed as loud as he could. I like your stocking cap, Whitney. Yeah. Like, he, but, but at the beginning care. he's like, are you getting this? Are you getting this? <laughs> Is it on record yet? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, last but not least, grow your relationships. Um, my relationship has grown immensely with God. One, I would agree. I didn't know how much I needed to rely on the word of the Bible and devotionals and things like that just to bring me mental calmness. And I hate that things like this make us realize we need to do that more or things like this that make you appreciate your health more or your family, you know. Or when you hear about like people getting diagnosed with cancer, we've had a few people in our town recently. It's like, gosh, dang it. Why do I have to hear those things to make me open my mind more to that stuff? Well, let's branch off into that really quick. I think more now than ever, when we get past this, because I do think we will, it may be a while. It may be two weeks. It may be 10 weeks. It may be the rest of the, I don't know. I don't think we'll be in social lockdown for the rest of the year, but it may be a while. But when we do, 
we are going to be so, I feel like we're going to be so much more kind to each other and we're going to like, and, and know that because we can drive to our friend's house and have a social gathering, that's going to be valued to us. Mm-hmm. Or just like right now, I was looking at your blog and, uh, you know, relationship with your family and your friends, how oh. often do we get so busy in life? And even you and I, like we won't text for a week or talk for a week for mm-hmm. no, for no real reason other than we deem ourselves quote unquote busy. Too busy. Yeah. And so like in the past week I've just been, cause we can't go visit my grandparents. Like my one my Grammy has heart problems and my granddad's on dialysis. And so he's like super immune compromised. And so it's like, I'm, I've just been sending them pictures of the kids. Like, I don't know what else we can do. And my mom, she's like, I miss the kids so much. And I'm like, I know, but my brother was just like in Texas and there in Colorado. And I just, I'm not going to risk going there when we can call and FaceTime and stuff. Yep. My grandma's the same way and she's really active in her nursing home, like in the local nursing home. My grandpa was there before he passed away. So she goes out for bingo. She has, her friends are there, not all of them, but they are there. And I visited with her. She called about something separate, but we ended up talking for 20 minutes and that phone call makes a difference. And so I told her I would send her pictures. So later in the day, she's like, where's my pictures? So if you can do anything like that, even your mom and dad, um, like, you know, the generation just above you, send your parents pictures. Like just, we can do that as a society. Like we have time to snap a picture of our kids, even if they look crazy as all get out, send it to them or FaceTime or send them a video, whatever that's normal to you, send it and share it with the older generation who really are at risk more so than us. I know. I hate that I deem myself too busy to do some things like that but I just do sometimes. Yeah. You're guilty of it as a society, probably. Yeah. Um, I always say that we're busy and it is true. We are always busy, but we're not right now. So. Right. Um, grow your relationships in your marriage and your children too. This is such a vital time that we're all of us are stressed out. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much you love God. I don't care how much you rely on anything else it's just a stressful time. Like listening to all the negativity brings negativity into your mind, into your home. And it's very easy to argue with your kids, your husband, yourself. I mean, you know, we're being offered like the most giant amount of grace ever by God. And then we limit ourselves. We limit the grace we offer. So, you know, it's super like, I'm extremely guilty this last week of getting very impatient with the kids. Like the mess is everywhere the fighting, the not listening. And then I have to remember that they're in a weird place too. Like Bodhi's used to being gone all day, not being at home the whole time, not having his brain stimulated as much as what he normally does. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different routine and we're lucky because the kids are still at home and, um, with being in ag and our sitter is still able to come. It's just her. She doesn't go anywhere. You know, she's just coming to and from it's very low risk, but our our kids aren't thrown off at all. I told Jordan last night, I said, they have no idea at what's going on. And if you have little kids, they shouldn't, they shouldn't know. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they wouldn't understand but, it anyways, but like being stressed and stuff, it's not their fault that this is going on. And I understand that we have a lot more stress. So maybe just try to take one extra deep breath. Anytime you want to react, instead of making that decision, take a deep breath, give yourself 10 seconds, and then actually interact with whatever situation is coming at you. Mm-hmm. 
It's hard though. I mean, it's hard. Man, I'm it's hard. super I'm guilty not- of being impatient the last week and I just need to simmer down. It's not, oh, yeah, their, it's not their fault that we can't leave our home to go to the library or anything. Like yep. I need to remember that. Well, and, and I'm not sitting here on my high pedestal and saying it. I haven't done it either. I mean, my roller coaster of emotions show in every aspect of my life. Um, the good thing is, is we can go outside. If you're listening to this and you live in the country, which I think like 99.9% of our people who listen actually live in the country, go outside, mm-hmm. bundle your kids up, even if it's cold and go outside for 10 minutes. And it's such a relief. Like we're going to go out here and you know, when Reese wakes up from her nap, because the sun is shining, it's only 40, but with hats and coats, we'll be all fine. be fine. You'll get snot, but that doesn't mean you're sick. <laughs> right. Right. So body's response it, to the cold. I Googled that once. Well, and I do think that we will eventually at some point be exposed to this disease, whether or this illness or virus or whatever we want to call it. Um, it's just taking care of our body in the meantime, preparing ourselves and, and really eliminating that exposure to the people who really could be sick, mm-hmm. which then you get online and you're like, oh, 40 year old died or, oh, you know, 29 year old in the hospital. Yeah. It could happen to us. Mm-hmm. Jordan reminds me, he said, people die every single day. From and something other than coronavirus. Yes. Not that that makes it any easier or better or less important. He said, people die every single day. We need to do the best that we can with the tools that we can, just like in farming, we do the best that we can with what we have. We care about everyone in our country. We care about everyone that we deal with in our business. We care about the land. And I think that's why we have such an emotional roller coaster is because we care about so many things. Right. We care about the economy. We care about people who work in restaurants who've lost their job. We care about all the nurses and doctors and kick-ass people who work in the hospital Healthcare. system. God yeah. bless all of you for real. No kidding. I have friends online and I'm just like, you guys are angels. You are literally God's angels in this time. I can't, I can't imagine being a mom or dad and going to work and then coming back home and not being extremely anxious that your family's, you know, oh, I just can't imagine. So God bless you guys. I know. And this is such a unique illness. And um, yeah, so really we do give super shout out to people who work in healthcare and, and all of the added like support. We're not just saying doctors and nurses because there's respiratory therapists, there's mm-hmm. janitors that have to clean the hospitals and anybody anybody. Yep. Super shout out. Uh, EMTs, fire, paramedics, um, cops. All of them. All of them. For sure. Well, this was longer than we thought, but it was good. That's okay. I mean, it, it's just a fun little chat. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. We hope that you guys have plenty of supplies and food. Remember food is an essential labor. There will still be food in your stores. They are still going to, through this entire time, even a lockdown, get toilet paper and pork and beef and vegetables and milk. Um, It may take a while for you to get them because of the, I heard today that the demand was so high and so quick that nobody was prepared for that. And that's why you're seeing a a slug in the dairy and yogurt and all that stuff in your stores that it will be back, but it may just take some time. Yeah. And I will say something that I've noticed locally is our bigger stores are out. Our local smaller stores have still have stuff. So, and they get stuff maybe more frequently. Um, our store up here in town was really well stocked besides toilet paper. There was plenty of milk to choose from. Plen- there was, you know, 12 cartons of eggs where there's usually probably 30. 
plus. And just be mindful. Like, don't go out and buy 20 packs of toilet paper because there are other people that do need it still. Yep. But we're off our soapbox. That's it. Yep. Let's end. Um, We hope we both, you know, both of us are Christians and uh, children of God. So let's end it with a quote from the Bible. This is from Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Amen, sister friend. We are going to have a better week. We are going to withstand what is being thrown at us. We are going to look to God. We are going to lean on our friends and our family. We are going to send those pictures to our parents and grandparents, and we are going to rock the week. And limit our news and media. (laughs) Yes. And paint (laughs) your nails and do your makeup. Do all the things. Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.